Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading a listener dream about a bad disaster plan, a ghost dad, and the International Space Station. And not to mention sexy sleepovers and meeting your future wife. Aww. Aww. We're also talking about at what point of your relationship with your partner do you feel comfortable to pass gas in the sheets? Oh, man. You're going to want to stay tuned for that discussion. Yes. All right, bestie. Let's get started. Woo! So today is the last day of school for all the kids. Welcome to summer break. Hello, hello. This is the time of year you get shit done. And yeah, but what do you do with all your kids at home? They're just here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're old enough. They can take care of themselves. Yeah, they can make their own lunches and things like that. but, But you're there with them now, like all day. And Mark works from home, so we are all all home, all the time. (laughs) It's enough to drive you up the wall. So school year is pleasant. Yeah, yeah. Even all the like waking up at five a.m. and driving (laughs) for you is still like much better. (laughs) I'm sleeping in tomorrow. It's coming. I don't care. Sleeping in. Sleeping in. What's sleeping in for you? Seven o'clock. Um, eight. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I'm lucky on the weekend, I'll get to nine. But that's. I get it. it I get it. Well, we're back again. Here we are for another episode of fun, fun filled adventures. So, what kind of uh, dream do you have this week? I've got a really kind of cute, sweet, but kind of sexy dream. Okay. How about you? I've got a scary dream. (gasps) So, I think Mm. we're going to start off the fear factor today. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me hear it. This has a lot. It's got a lot going on. It's a long dream. Do I need to uh, get me? Let me get my notepad. Get get your notepad and your your pens, your matching colored pens. And my non-clicky, my non-clicky pens. (laughs) So Mindy's head doesn't explode. (laughs) When I edit. Yes, that's true. Let's get started. Yes. I've got a dream from Melissa. Ooh, Melissa. And Melissa's from Madison. Nice. Very close. Yes. Um, there, I do want to give a trigger warning on this one. If self-harm or suicide is something that bothers you, you'll want to fast forward about 20 minutes to Brook Street. Okay. Here it goes. Okay. I'm not even sure if this is even the craziest dream I've ever had. It's just one that came to mind when you asked. This is a dream I had in 2019. Wow. Very specific to remember the exact year. Maybe Melissa's a journaler like I am. So Yeah, she, she probably is. She's probably got yeah. notebooks upon notebooks yeah. all dated. <laughs> like I do. Okay. There was a Radiohead. <laughs> Radiohead? I like this dream already. <laughs> okay, how about a radioactive wave of fire? Do you like that? Oh, damn. Yes, I like that too. A radioactive wave of fire. <laughs> like way to start it off the bat. Right? There was a radioactive wave of fire coming to... St- to destroy the whole earth. That's intense. Okay. <laughs> right from the gun. Okay. We we were thinking about how to survive, and we all decided to hide under our beds. 
<laughs> it's like the old duck and cover when the atomic bomb. The kids are yes. told to duck well, and cover. Well, you know, wave of fire seems like the best place to go. <laughs> My sister came up with the idea for water. It seemed to be something that would be a problem. I can't remember what exactly her solution was, but it had something to do with fruit. <laughs> so she's like prepping. She's They're prepping for this radioactive wave. Okay. A fire. <laughs> I asked around to see if someone would hide under the bed with me because the officials had said it could be up to a thousand years before we come out and live on the earth again. <laughs> so you gotta hide under the bed. For a thousand years? For, I hope you have a lot of like canned corn under that bed <laughs> with you. And fruit. <laughs> and fruit, because you need the water, right? Um, yeah, that's does the radioactivity make you live a thousand years or I'm not sure how this works. Well, but. I mean, it could go either way. You never know. You could be a ninja turtle and grow big and can <laughs> talk or it could kill you. Could go either way. Here's a question. What's your favorite uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Uh, I have to say Michelangelo. I know. Because he's so funny and charming. I like Donatello. He was always my favorite. He had the bow. I thought that was the coolest I like Donatello too because he was like the solid rock between all of them you you don't want raf he was all moody and blah 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 and leo's like the head guy and then there was like you needed the funny relief but then you were right donatello was just like there he held it all together badass bow wielding turtle okay well (laughs) so back to this doomsday dream the good news is i knew somehow that i was immune to the radioactive stuff The bad news is, it was just the wave of fire that was a danger for me. Yeah, but that is pretty bad news. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds horrible. Somehow, I knew when the fire was over, I'd be able to stop hiding. Yay! Okay, but what about everyone else? (laughs) Is everyone else immune to? I kept asking around, and no one wanted to hide under the bed with me, and everyone wanted to stay alone. What? That is really sad. That's like the saddest <laughs> thought in the world. Eventually, my mom said she'd hide with me. Oh, that's thanks, nice. mom. Thanks, mom. Why'd it take you so long to agree? Yeah. So my mom and I decided we would wait until the radioactive fire had passed before we'd come out. <laughs> good, good plan. <laughs> As we go under my bed, a stranger asked if we'd like to go with him. We said yes. <laughs> me, my mom, my brother, and my sister all followed him. He was just in her house. A trusting Rando. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just let's go. Rando. Let's go. I trust you. I mean, just, really, what do you have to lose at this point? Right. This wave of fires coming. Like, just follow you the guy. You follow. might end up better. And if not, the wave of fires. It's come always in. the crazy scientist at the beginning of the movie who's the one who actually knows what the hell's the happening. Day. Exactly. Yeah. Follow him. You gotta listen then, to those Jeff Goldblooms. Yeah, I know you do. Oh. He knows all the stuff in all the movies. Hashtag. What does, what does Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum dream? dream? That might be my favorite oh, one because you say that every time. You liar. I know. I know. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's dreams are oh probably amazing. I don't even know where to start with that man. But it's like you look at him in Jurassic Park. He knew what was going to happen. Look at him in um, Independence Day. He knew what was going to happen. What's going to happen? Listen to Jeff Goldblum, people. Just. Listen to him. And if he was in this dream, he'd say, follow me. And you'd be like, okay. I'd be like, okay. (laughs) Okay. So they did. They followed followed Rando Jeff. (laughs) It started raining. And we saw he had a boat. Oh, good. We thought it was weird knowing what the impending doom was. Fire. (laughs) 
But boats go on water. Right, right. Okay, okay. maybe we see where this is going. Okay. Scene change. Oh, I love it. This <laughs> is a Mindy all- dream. <laughs> Next, we're all together in a grass field in front of our house. Oh. There was a lot of my dad's friends with us there, too. Okay. Oh, no, the page flipped. <laughs> we know uh, it's getting good now. Yes. Someone went inside to get my dad. So dad didn't want to hide under the bed. I just mom did. So, okay, someone goes inside I mean, to get how dad. how big are the people's beds that they have in this dream? <laughs> because I know my bed is like six inches off of the ground. And you got like 70 no. people gathered to get under a bed. No. It's like a California, California king. Yeah, and Super like bad. high rise, like on, on um, a high rise. Like, on what are those called? Like um, cinder blocks, like yes. in college, just to give oh, you yeah. some extra. Height. It's like a loft. Get under a it. Loft. Um, okay, so someone went inside to get my dad, and after a while, two people came back. They said to each other, his poor wife, and they had pity in their voice. Like about they told, the mom? About the dad. Well, they said oh. the, his poor wife. Oh, God. They told us my dad didn't want to come, but by the way they said it, I figured he had already died of suicide. Oh, no. As he probably knew that hiding under the bed wasn't going to work. He might have been the only smart one so far in this dream. Yeah. So the next thing, I look up into his bedroom window from outside, and I see my dad standing there. And he said, it's okay like this. I've had a beautiful life, and I don't want to fight this. No one else could see or hear him because it was his ghost talking to me. Oh! Yeah. that's That's a quick ghosting. Like, oh God! He two he, seconds later, he's he's haunting the house already. Man, it usually takes, I would say, people a while to get used to being a spirit. Yeah, and no, he's like there. He's ready. Dad's he's on like, top of it. Well, at least Dad was happy. He I let would her, like he to let just her know, know he's, he's good. At peace. Okay. Yeah, he's at peace. Next, I wanted to get the guinea pigs, so I ran <laughs> inside the house and put them in a box. Total total random sentence in this dream, but I'm glad you <laughs> saved the animals. Thank God. <laughs> You don't even know. I have to just tell you something real quick. Please. Just to just last night, I had like a cat nap, okay? So I could share it, but Ooh. it is I dreamt my building was on fire and like the I, I I tried to go down one staircase and it was I couldn't. And then I didn't know where other staircases were because it's like the abandoned part of my yeah. building and I was like all scared. So <laughs> Somehow I had all my cats in their carriers and I tied a rope around their handles and firemen and well, it was all firemen. They were no firemen. They yeah, they were hot. Good, good. If you're going to have that dream, have it good. We're like saying, jump, jump, you know, like one of those oh. things. And I'm like lowering down my cats. I'm like, give them to my family. Oh, give them no. a good life because I just didn't think I was going to make awful. it. That's an awful dream, Brooke. It is, but I was like, I get it. Save the ham. Was it hamsters? The guinea, guinea pigs. pigs. Save, save the guinea pigs. Save, save the guinea pigs. Okay. Well. My God. Damn the man. Save the empire. So she's got her guinea pigs. The stranger, Rando Jeff Goldblum, had some kind of special powers. Of course he did. He said he could protect us with a force field. Oh, okay. Suddenly, we hear that there's also going to be a flood. Oh, Jesus. Well, good thing he has the boat. Well, good thing it's water to put out the fire. (laughs) Well, we could see the wave coming. We hoped the stranger would save us. We stepped in the boat, and there was a little water 
on the bottom of the boat underneath us. But we knew the fire also wasn't far out. So we all got ready for it. We saw the water wave coming towards us. Oh, so it's like a tsunami. The stranger made us a shield. The water came, the fire came, and then it was over. We removed the shield and looked around. Everything around us was gone. We were surprised to be alive. (laughs) But also, (laughs) we were also surprised about everything being gone. It was like we were in a desert. We hoped that some water had stayed behind so we could survive and live off of it. We dug a hole to find water underground, but couldn't find any. We kept looking, but before we could find the water, someone from the International Space Station contacted the stranger. (laughs) This guy's got all kinds of connections. I love him. Rando Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) And they said there was a place nearby that was still green and gave him directions. Oh, it was within, like, walking distance? I, I mean, so. the whole planet is decimated, right? Because like, it was coming Lucky Earth. you. <laughs> lucky you, like, five people in the boat. Five miles to the northwest. Turn right at the desert. <laughs> so, uh, and that, <laughs> interesting. They all started to go there together. But before we arrived, I woke up. No! <laughs> I was so into this one. I know. I mean, it's like a movie, like so this one. following this journey. You're right. It was like a movie. I was visualizing it the whole time. Melissa. Awesome. Melissa, awesome good dream. job. But goddamn. I know. I want to see what that oasis is like and who made it there and how many well, people Jeff could Jeff ser- Goldblum Rando. Well, Jeff Goldblum made it. He must have. Melissa made it. Melissa made it. Her Jeff family. Made it. I sure hope so. I, le- I bet they'd make beautiful babies to repopulate <laughs> Because you have to worry about that if it's only like the five of them she can't do it with her brother. I, yeah, you got to really be <laughs> careful here. <laughs> if it was like one of those movies, you know, there's different cells of people that survive. Oh, yeah. You just got to meet like, up at the, the meeting spot. Yeah. And yeah. like, I just wonder, again, this is not part of the dream, but it's like how many people survive this and from around the world because... How big clearly- was the wave? Of water and how big was the wave of fire? We don't yeah, know. And this. did it just decimate where she lived or was it the whole planet? I don't know. There's a lot of questions. But I see it makes me want to ask questions and that means I enjoyed it because it's like, <laughs> I want to know more. <laughs> but at least it leaves it open ended for the sequel. The sequel Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> fire Wave 5. Fire, yeah, it's fire Wave Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh, wow. Melissa, where do I start with this? Well, actually, where I'm going to start is the fact that she mentions it's 2019, because had she not mentioned that, I would have thought this was a pandemic dream. Oh, yeah, easily. Because right? it's world ending. Like, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, so I think it's interesting it's pre-pandemic. Yeah. Maybe she has some sensitivity. Maybe she Perhaps. is a little psychic. And maybe she knows. Maybe she doesn't. Or maybe she's not. <laughs> uh, maybe not. But disaster dreams are really common. And I know That's I true. have a lot of them myself. Usually fires, tornadoes, floods, sinking boats, crashing planes. I mean, all of those. That's terrible. happen often. I, well, clearly I have fire dreams because I yes. have one. But I have tornado dreams a lot. I mean, I think that is just with the area of the country we right, live in. Right, right. We don't have earthquake dreams. No, no, I don't have earthquake dreams. And the sirens went off today. I don't know how to describe that. It's Yeah, I was like, first Tuesday of the month. I don't know how we would describe that to our listeners. All right, Bestie, if you don't know what um, sirens would be going off for randomly, here in the States, in the Midwest, 
at least I, and every county might be different every state might be different but here yeah. it's the same the first tuesday of the month at 10 o'clock a.m mm-hmm. they test the alarm system for like tornado warnings i guess yeah it's it's yeah. just like this is a test of whatever and national ooh, broadcast system and it just starts and it's funny because i'm like isn't today past the seventh i'm like isn't it isn't it not the first tuesday i was like no it's the first tuesday and i, I thought the same thing every today. time i hear those goddamn sirens i'm like is it? Is it the first? Or is there a tornado? Oh, I don't know. It, is there a tornado? Because, okay, well, let's look outside. <laughs> look at the calendar and look outside. But I mean, our whole lives, we've grown up with that, the Tuesday yeah. siren test. Yeah. So I'm like, what if a tornado actually happened at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday? You're fucked. You're fucked. You're you got to get under the bed. You have to get under the bed. Because that's the safest place to be for tornadoes. Or on a boat. Don't I listen don't to us. This is not real, <laughs> real advice. This is this very is bad not, advice. That's very dangerous. Lay in a ditch. Get to the lowest basement floor. Yeah. I know it sounds room. like the scariest thing in the world, but yeah. <laughs> wow. To, so to start, I think the two things that are at play here is fire and water, which, yeah. of course, are two complete opposite ends of the scale. Oh, yeah. So this dream's already polarizing for me. You know, fire representing anger, rage, temper, you know, destruction. I mean, water can also mean destruction. You mm-hmm. often think of water as a calming, cleansing um, you know, I thing do. versus... <laughs> I know, you just got out of the bath. You should see her. I She's did. hot. <laughs> and it was lovely. <laughs> Brooke asked if she could do the podcast tonight from her bathtub. And I said, no, I'm afraid you're going to get electrocuted. I don't think that's a great idea. I mean, yeah, but I have wireless headphones. Like if I get that microphone close enough to the tub, (laughs) I feel like someday we can make this work. As much as much as as you bump your mic normally, can I imagine editing out the water sounds? Oh, my God. No, it'd be all I would kill you after that. Like we're not friends. (laughs) We're not friends. This podcast is over. (laughs) Done. (laughs) The podcast was great for the first (laughs) episode. 32 broke us. (laughs) Because Brooke had to do it from the bathtub. <laughs> well, anyway, so usually water's calming. And yeah. so I just think it's interesting that it's just two polar opposites of, you know, elements. I, I agree. But in this particular dream, they're both damaging. So it yeah. is, it, it's an interesting dynamic because you do think yeah. of them as opposite. And they are. But in this dream, they're both danger. Right. Yeah. There's no reprieve. No. <laughs> But then we've got we've got Jeff Rando Jeff Goldblum in a boat, but in boats I is a a, a way to make passage from one place to another, mm-hmm. and so them being in the boat actually saved them. So if they were hid under that bed, they would they, be gone. The, they would be gone. So good thing they followed Rando guy. Good thing they got on a boat because if they hadn't, look at it, what choices would have led to something maybe a little more catastrophic in the stream. Uh, yeah, and I think we had enough because. Cat- you got this. You got it. Catastrophe. <laughs> In this dream, we don't need any more for Melissa right. and Jeff. <laughs> we also have Ghost Dad. And <sighs> this was sad. That was just like something so that really sad in the middle of the stream. It was really sad and at the same time comforting because right. he said like he was okay. Mm-hmm. And it is like so many other people died and it was like he was kind of at peace with that and he just wanted to do it on his own terms. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I think a ghost and dreams can represent past experiences. So, you know, whatever kind of 
crossroads with the fire and water she might be at, it's maybe prompting her to rely on some past experiences to get beyond this. Mm-hmm. And maybe a little bit of help from strangers or professionals outside of her yeah. little personal life because stranger came to help. And strangers can be good or bad. And we've seen it in dreams. We've seen yeah. really bad, creepy strangers that like killer, know, kill killer people. Strangers. <laughs> and we've had helper strangers. Look for the helpers. And yeah, it's really hard, though, to trust. And I think that's the whole dilemma is with strangers in your dream because it could go either way Mm -hmm. we've seen it so it's like you trust someone you could get murdered you trust someone you are five people in the world that get saved you know it's like (laughs) that dynamic is interesting to me with any kind of stranger because it's a trust it's a trust issue it's a trust issue and you know we i talked about being under the bed was not (laughs) it's not a good choice overall i think to i think there's better choices (laughs) than a bed is what i'm saying good choice overall and if someone breaks into your house don't hide under your bed because that's where they're going to look for you. And I feel like so not I can't a good be choice. the only person in the world that has like a slat bed or a platform <laughs> bed. Those are like what most yeah. beds are nowadays. And yeah, there's nowhere like, in literally head. this far from the ground. No, no, I don't. And there's not a bed in this house that you could actually climb under. No. I think it's just movies. It's just Maybe movies. shove a baby or some. Um, what was it? Uh, guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. Under, they're safe. Baby. Your babies and guinea pigs can slide under your bed, but you're screwed. And your wrapping paper and your slippers. Oh, yeah. yeah you're going to squeeze in with that stuff because you need that when the world recovers. Because <laughs> you have to send a gift to Jeff Goldblum. <gasps> Jeff, please accept <sighs> my gift bag. <laughs> Way easier than wrapping it. Yeah. Um, it is just the guinea pigs. That's all she gave him. She wrapped up the guinea pigs, poked a couple air holes you in know it, what? and said, I let's recreate. I bet he would be like... Oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> like he's the kind of guy that just finds like have you, have Joy you watched his show on Disney? Like no. every episode is a different subject, and like every episode, I feel like maybe Jeff and I are very similar because, like you said earlier, every episode he's like, "This is the best day of my life," because <laughs> he's learning about jeans or bikes. Or oh my shoes gosh! No, or I have to see but, this show. What is the name yeah. of the show? Um, I think it's Jeff Goldblum, like, explains or – oh, I'll look it up. It's good. It's on Disney+. Plus. Okay. We'll put a link in the show notes if anyone we'll wants to sketch us because who, who doesn't love it. some good Jeff? Okay. <laughs> All right. They survive. Great. Awesome. And then they just kind of have to rebuild, but they don't know – they're not finding water. And that's – interesting ties back to the beginning of the dream when her sister was like, the something fruit. about fruit – did they bring a watermelon? Did they bring a coconut? Can, Did they can carry you? a watermelon? Like a in beard, Dirty beard. Fancy? <laughs> I carry <Yes>. a watermelon. <laughs> um, but fruit, when you said fruit, I thought they're going to make wine for sure. And that's what they're going to survive on. Well, that... <laughs> like prison grapes. wine. Oh, yeah, sure. Go for it. Anything you can. You put that fruit mash. On, in that bag under your bunk. I don't oh, know God, how it gross. works, but they make prison wine. You can survive off that, I feel like. At least be happy. <laughs> survive for a while, at least. Yeah. But thankfully, the International Space Station did message <laughs> Commander Jeff and say, here's how you get to the survival zone. So He must have met those people up there when he was in Independence Day. Probably. Like, he ha- he totally. made a space connection. Oh, <laughs> I love space connection. I love space. Con- That's my favorite love show. Space connection. <laughs> That symbol I take is taking a step back and seeing the big picture, maybe, of mm-hmm. what's going on in her life, right? Because it's, it's further away. You can kind of get a perspective. 
And green, they saw green, green meaning new beginnings, fresh start when it comes to colors. So, wow. Overall, I think, you know, I think there's maybe a conflict in Melissa's life that she's not sure which way to go on it. But I think, Melissa, if you rely on some advice from family, from strangers, from... The kindness of strangers. On the kindness of strangers. (laughs) That's my terrible Southern accent. That was terrible. It was very bad. All the Southerners are now going to turn off this podcast. Sorry, no, I said it was bad. I admit it from the start, it was bad. I still love you. Oh, I still love you too. So, no, I just think, I think Melissa, just, you know, open yourself up to kind of looking at the big picture, taking a step back from things and maybe relying on some advice from others, even though at the time it might not seem like the best advice you're getting. And that that's the scariest decision to yeah. make, like when you're not sure. But it's definitely a survival story. But she comes out ahead at the end in the dream. I mean, she makes mm-hmm. it to the green area. So I hope that only means positive things for her in the dream and in yeah. her life. I think in the future, nothing but aces. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Thanks, Melissa. That was awesome. Yes, thank you, Melissa. That was an amazing dream. I was intrigued from start to finish. <laughs> But I know a lot of you out there have also amazing dreams and we want to hear from you. So please don't forget to share your dreams and dream stories with us at revelations at gmail.com. We love a good disaster dream. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> that was crazy. I know. Sorry, I'm just like, that was I a know. good one. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah. I, I, I was literally I like watching one. it yeah. in my head as you read it. Like that's Right. That's some good writing good too dreams. on her part. Yeah. All right. Brookie, your turn. Okay. So this comes from Mike, and he's from San Francisco, one of my favorite cities. I want to go to San Francisco. Never been. Let's do one. That will be another live Please, show. Let's We're go. going everywhere. <laughs> we just need yeah. about 10,000 more listeners. Yeah. Just then so, we can start on, talking. Keep them yeah, coming. If on. you want us to come visit you. But no, yeah, I love San Francisco. So, oh, okay. Amazing. This is from Mike. I don't have a sister in real life, but I did in this dream. So in my dream, I had a sister my whole life. In this particular dream, she had this hot friend. And when we were growing up, I always had a crush on her. Mm. So being younger than them, they always teased me like siblings do, especially when her friend would sleep over. Just like in the movies, however, one night, she opened my bedroom door and was Standing in the doorway like a vision. (laughs) I stood up and we looked at each other and it was like the strongest attraction I've ever felt. And he writes this even in real life. So I think that part's very interesting. Hot rando. Oh, and it gets hotter because he says, and we just made love, which was (laughs) surreal. I'm like, ooh, this sounds good. Good, good. It was like we were moving through time and space. And as long as we were together, our love grew stronger. I know. It's like a little Nicholas Sparks novel. I know. Oh, my God, Mike. It was like we were having sex flying through the clouds or over the seven wonders of the world. But the strangest part, we seemed to be aging as we made love across the cosmos. no. When we were finished, decades had passed, and we got out of bed, walked into the living room, and then he says we were no longer in my childhood home. Well, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. And the living room was full of 
pictures. Decades whoa. worth of us getting married, having kids, grandkids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I know. I knew that we had been together this whole time, making a life together, and our love kept us together. I'm like, oh, Aww. my God. Okay, you ready? Here's the best part. I woke up, and that very day, I met the woman who I'd eventually call my wife. No, no. I'm going to cry. I know. I was oh, like, oh, Mike. my God, Mike, this is amazing. Oh, that is insane. Oh, my God. That is. He met his wife the next day. Some some greater power was involved. Just like telling you this is going to happen. It's like projecting it and then just bam. And that is incredible. It was just so beautiful. Like, right. Just them being together created this whole life for them. Like. I wow. mean, I guess it seems kind of sad that they missed it, but at least they were boning the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right, right. But now, my, my question is, yes. um, <laughs> I have so many questions, actually. <laughs> I I don't, which one do I start with? Um, how did how did he meet his wife, I want to know? Like his I real know. life wife. Like, how did you meet her the next day? Was it like on a train? Was did it they like- just start making love? <laughs> And centuries past. the grocery store. <laughs> They're like, I see you over there. I know. I have so many I, questions. Oh, wow. I, yeah. Okay. So please, Mike, you've got to let us know. Yeah. Please write back and let us know. How did um, you meet your wife? Yes. Um, they could be our first guests on our show. <laughs> like your amazing love story. Um, the first thing I thought was interesting, and I don't really know how to kind of explain it, but the fact that he doesn't have a sister in real life. Mm-hmm. But he did in his dream. I think that's kind of like every straight teenage guy's dream, maybe even like adult guy's dream. Yeah. That like beautiful woman, like just standing in the doorway, like <laughs> I'm here for you. Hither. It's that hot friend that yes. chance encounter, you know. And the eyes just connect. Yes. And he said, even in the dream, he was like, it was the most intense attraction Ooh. I've ever yeah. felt, even in real life. But. It kind of reminds me of like fast times at Ridgemont High. Oh God! Like it's... when Phoebe Cates like comes out of the pool and she's in yes, the bikini yes, yes. and she like oh, and it's a whole like dream that Judge Reinhold yeah, is having. Sure. And I'm like that's like the epitome of like a teenage right. dream for a guy. Yes. So I think maybe that was just how this started. Right. He needed to create a sister in his in dream order to make it to make have sense. the friend come over for it's the, the logical tie. Sure, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But again, the thing that I found most interesting was it was the strongest attraction he's ever felt. And you know, like you have strong dreams. When I do remember my dreams, they're very mm-hmm. strong. So I'm like, that's awesome that he remembers that feeling. He didn't even know at the time what was about to happen. Wow. Uh, speaking of intense feelings about dreams, <laughs> I woke up. The, <laughs> I had a dream last night that was intense. Like I woke up heart racing. Like, oh like, no, like, good or I, bad. That's the problem. I dreamt I wrote down my dream, and then I woke up in the morning <laughs> and realized I had not. <laughs> And it was so oh, vivid to me at that time. I was like, oh, perfect. And I, I must have fallen right back asleep. I rolled over in my, in my dream, then dreamt I wrote down my keywords, and then went back to sleep. Where in real life, I did not do any of that. So I and then have you're like, no Fuck. idea. I know. And then by the time I woke up a couple hours later, I was like, nope. Nope, not it's a gone. Sink, not, it's gone, gone. But 
damn you. You got to learn how to take notes in your dream journal in your dreams. And then good point. <laughs> maybe they can email them to you. Yes. The next day. <laughs> Just send them on. A beat me. Send them a pager. Yeah. <laughs> send her a little a beep beep on the the nine one one on the pager. Speaking of which, um, total sidebar. My youngest and I were headed home today, last day of school, so we stopped and we get ice cream, and she was into some, like, she had some retro music, which she calls retro music. Yeah, what's retro um, which, music? Which was, like, our our high school time. Is there oh, retro well, that music? is so, retro. I was like, cool. So it started off with, um, you know, Spice Girls. I'm like, great. Oh. And then it went into um, Britney Spears. Fantastic. And then it hit um, a, a Beyonce song, but it's like, uh, it says something about hit me on my pager and I look at her I'm like do you even, like what? do you know what a pager is and she's like no and I said okay so I'm trying to explain what a pager yeah. is and she goes was it really expensive I'm like yeah, yeah at the time like <laughs> yeah I never had one did you ever have one no oh heck no no I knew people who did no the only people that I knew had ones were like drug dealers no I didn't know drug dealers. you know a lot no. of drug dealers <laughs> no but that was the, that was a stereotype people who have them are like drug that dealers was true whatever, like they're right? doctors or drug dealers right yeah. those are the yeah. two people my cousins in Chicago had them but I think that was just because it was like Chicago and that was the but thing, such but... a short-lived thing right like oh, right <laughs> next thing you know cell phones came out and you could text so it's like there was like a 10-year span where like maybe less than that they're like here yeah. I'm gonna text a number to a device that you cannot contact me back from <laughs> With a phone number of where to reach me. Did you see that they took out the last phone booth in New York City this week? Oh, no. End of an era. Where There's where, a phone booth in the building across the street from me. Wow. I don't know if it's connected, but it's still there. And it might just be like for art. Can you take a picture of it and, and yes, send it to the of course put I on will. our uh, Instagram? Um, I don't know of any I've seen recently. And I'm I'm curious because I've seen it. Now I want to know if it's actually functional because that would call, make a big difference. Can you try to call me from it okay, right now? Let me run across the street. <laughs> I don't know. How much does it call? Do I even have change? Can I use okay. a credit card? <laughs> can you, do you have a phone card? Is it like a dime or a quarter? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think it was up to – it was up to 35 cents when we, at some point, when I we were in high school. change. Maybe That's I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, please. Can you go to the, you go to the bank, yes. get some quarters, and then I'll call like, I used to go to a bank, get roll of quarters to go to the laundromat. I will pay you 50 bucks if you call me from that phone and it works tomorrow. If it works, you bet your ass I'm calling you from it. I don't even know how it works. You put a quarter in. It's long distance. So, ooh, my customer. Ooh, it could be 50 cents. Yeah. Wow. I'll find that? two quarters and give you a call. Then you only get $49.50. <laughs> right. You can deduct that from the okay, from cool. the principal. Sure. That's fine. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Sorry, Mike. We got a little distracted there. Yeah, but, but yeah, we did. Okay. But the other thing I thought that I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but the fact that he said it multiple times, like he didn't say like we were fucking or having sex. He kept saying making love. Mm, yeah. And I'm not making fun of him. Like when I'm laughing, it's like, oh, it's so cute. Like right. it, and that's the connection that, part. Through time and space. Like making love through time and space. That's it's my just, favorite space connection again. I know, my space connection. This is this episode <laughs> about space connections. I mean, my God. I mean, hopefully Jeff Goldblum helped them get through the time <laughs> and space and cosmos. <laughs> they make love at the International Space <laughs> Station. That'd be 
That that would probably win every award for when like people, you know, play games or like, what's the craziest place you've ever had sex? Um, the International Space Station. Yeah, okay, everyone just stands up and walks away from everyone the table. Everyone is like, just Fuck. silent. Who invited Neil Armstrong today? <laughs> you know what? You're up there. You You're know. alone. You got to question life. You see this whole earth. Things happen. I like, wonder if that's ever really happened up there. It's gotta, don't you think? Oh, so much sexual tension built up there's, in that little pod. I mean, there's men and women, and then men and men and women and women. Like you're in space, it's gotta have happened. Because then you can win the weirdest yeah. place you've ever had sex contest. I think I I'm get just it. gonna start saying that <laughs> when if I ever have to play this game and see if people believe. Jeff me. Bezos is like check, check. <laughs> Elon Musk is like check i was there <gasps> maybe it was a threesome with both of them and that's why they can attest to it brooke you wouldn't be living in that little apartment if you had sex with elon musk and jeff Bezos. <laughs> that's true sorry otherwise i am not a very good kept woman <laughs> i should expect more other than a trip to space <laughs> can i get a two-bedroom two-bath <laughs> please and thank you you're killing me. You're killing me. Okay. Space, SpaceX. So SpaceX space. is called SpaceX. It's called SpaceX, and only like three people have had it. Jealous. <laughs> and a threesome at that. That the is story like, just keeps getting better. Keeps getting that, better. I mean, oh, whew. I'm a hot and bothered. <laughs> oh, fine. The passing of time, though, too. I thought. Mm-hmm. The description literally made me tear up. And I think you did too. Like all of this stuff happened an entire lifetime, the memories. And I felt like how we described it, the feelings were like so palpable. Like Mm -hmm. it was so sweet. And oh my God, waking up and meeting his wife Mm. the next day, I died. I just think, I I think, you know, emotions are real in dreams. And if that's what he was feeling his dream, I think his heart was just ready. He was like, I'm ready to open my life up for someone else to enjoy Agreed. with. And I mean, because it is amazing. started out kind of like, just like Fun. a sexy fantasy, sexy but then it turned into like this beautiful, wonderful life. And I don't know, it was so sweet. Yes, I still I'm still tearing up a little bit. Yeah. Um, basically, I guess with this dream, it was kind of just the surface content of it. I don't really think there was a deep dive. Right. But the imagery and the story speak for themselves. It yeah. was it was a beautiful dream, Mike, with an even more beautiful ending. And in real life. Wow. I was actually truly touched by this dream. So thank you for sharing, Mike. Amazing. If you find these dreams fascinating as much as we do, we know you'd love for us to keep producing episodes every week. And the way we can do that is if you support our show. You can do that by going to revelations.com slash support. And from there, you can rate our show. You can review us. You can follow us on social. Heck, you can join our sleepover squad. Do it. Which is amazing. You get extra content, a private Facebook group that Brooke and I are in, and we chat to you, and a whole lot of our love. So go check it out. Revelations.com slash support. Okay, so I recently got into a discussion about when you travel like with a friend or when you start a new relationship and you're sleeping next to each other in bed. (laughs) And the word she used that made me laugh was, do you get farty? (laughs) 
oh god <laughs> party and i'm like that is really interesting because there's such Some a different dynamic <laughs> yeah like farting in bed you know like because you okay. fart in your sleep right yeah, yeah that is true that is absolutely um and so like she was kind of saying like are you comfortable like if yes when um do you not try to do it initially you know like <laughs> I think we've all been there or like how quickly are you comfortable enough to fart in bed with a friend or even a partner? Oh gosh, especially new relationships. I would care less about my friends. I, I sorry, right? Brooke. It, but <laughs> like if you start dating someone, you definitely are like trying to keep right? everything looking and spotless. You could, you could like lay awake all night oh trying to avoid that and I'm like when does it get to the point where it just really doesn't matter? And it's funny because everyone is different and everyone will have a different answer for this. But I feel like, you know, everyone farts in their sleep, just like everyone dreams. <laughs> so That's why true. don't we just talk about it? Or relax. Okay. Let's just relax and let it happen. <laughs> so, okay. So I, I task you with coming up with a dream, like a, some, a topic to talk about at the end of the show. And you come up with farting in your sleep. But I love you. You're amazing. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I know. It's nothing like all the interesting scientific stuff you come up with. Well, I'm a nerd, it's just so. Purely a social experiment, I guess. You know, like okay. I will openly fart in front of. Like, and if we're being honest, like, loudly and on purpose sometimes, but only in front of my immediate family. <laughs> and I'll laugh like I'm 12 years old. Okay. And I don't know if it's because I've just known them my whole life. Sure. But I find it interesting that I go back to this silly place when I do it. Okay. <laughs> you don't You don't do it anytime? Well, you don't have brothers either. No, I don't have brothers. So, Like, Brett recently just uh, farted on me on purpose and laughed, so I feel like maybe it was having an older sure, brother. Sure, could be. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, my family, my sisters? <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think so. Yeah, it's very different no, with a brother. We have different family dynamics in that sense. Like, no, I, mean, I cannot, if Kelly came <laughs> over to my lap and farted on me, I'd be like, bitch, get off my lap. Oh, my God. Like, I'd be I'd, probably pissed. <laughs> I'd just be like, fuck you, and probably flick him off. Like, he did it outside at least the last times. And so I was grateful for that. Mm -hmm. So I think it must be a totally brother yeah. or sister type okay. of thing. Because dudes are gross, and they, like, I don't know, they, like, do stuff all the time like that. But yeah. um, I don't do that for anyone else, not even friends, mm -hmm. not even my boyfriend, like, <laughs> Why are we so self-conscious about farting in our sleep if everyone does it? It's not right. like it's a disease or like it's just our culture, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's going to happen. You're asleep. You have no control. And especially in the first time it does happen. So so say you're laying next to your partner and it happens <laughs> and they're obviously fast asleep. And do, what, like what do you you're like? Oh, gross. Do you like cut? <laughs> Do you cover your nose? Do you? But you don't want to go under the blankets. Like no, that's you, that's a you Dutch oven kinda, or whatever. You want to like use your shirt. Like I don't. But that 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 seal of perfection has been broken. Has been broken. That seal they fart in their crossed. sleep. <laughs> um, that's really funny, actually, because I had this conversation <laughs> on my trip with my girlfriends. <laughs> it's an interesting topic to come up, right? But I was, you know, talking about 
our podcast and like mm-hmm. just dreaming and sleeping in general. I'm like, that is really interesting because everyone's going to be say, do something different. Everyone's going to be at different comfort levels at different times. But <laughs> the reason I think it's funny is because just like two weeks ago, my boyfriend, Chad mentioned something. <laughs> oh, no. we, okay. We, we woke up one morning. He said, babe, you were tooting in your sleep. <laughs> tooting. <laughs> I couldn't. I just rolled over and started laughing because who says tootin'? And the fact he called you babe first kind of like softened the blow a little. Like, I don't know, babe. but he said it. He said it like with a laugh. It wasn't like a derogatory thing. But I was like, is this the first time you've heard me fart in bed? I mean, we've been together two and a half years. And Your bowels have been very clenched tight. They've been very good, very well behaved. But then just like a like week ago... We had a little stay over at a hotel for just one night as like a little getaway. Yeah. And again, we woke up and he said, babe, you're tooting in your sleep again. That's the cutest way to break it to someone. I didn't even open my eyes and I just said, it happens. <laughs> I went back to sleep. But I'm like, again, how he clearly farts in his sleep. So I tend to right. think guys are much more comfortable with stuff like that. Sure. Now, do you, gr- did you say anything to him the first time you heard him toot in his sleep? <laughs> I don't think I did. I think it was probably the first night. Like, guys don't care, I feel like. Yeah. He was probably tooting it up all night. <laughs> he was relaxed. That's a good thing. He was very relaxed. I guess that's a compliment. You're present, right? But I don't know. I think... I think girls are just more self-conscious about that because sure. we don't, like, grow up, like, farting on each other like guys do and, like, all the gross yes. stuff. and they whatever, do, but... gender yeah, norms. Matter, like, yeah. Quotes, gender norms that there are very, between men very, and women. But... Like, very stereotypical sure. a thing that I'm saying. But, yeah, guy, I mean, I remember Brett's friends used to say, like, let's play a game. We'll play follow the leader. And they'd lead me through, like, a pile of dog shit. I'm like, guys are just gross. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I was being included and I'd be all excited and I'd be like, that wasn't shit. (laughs) Shit, literally shit. Right, Um, shit. (laughs) No, I have um, woken up in, and I have (laughs) woken myself up past the And And I'm like, did Mark hear that? Because if I heard it and woke me up, I'm pretty certain he had also heard it. But but we just kind of keep it like, that didn't happen. Nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> Although I think he did once politely say, in the kind of the same way Chad had said to you, "Wow, you had a lot of broccoli last night." <laughs> That's his way. Hey, babe, you've been tooting. Hey, you had a lot of broccoli last. I'm like, but I like my green so, vegetables. What do you want me to do? It's so funny to me. Like again, we've been together two and a half years, and he just <laughs> mentions it to me the first time so like a month yeah. ago. Okay. Oh, I'm, right. yeah, we were probably easily past it, easily. Oh. It's the marriage mark. It was before we <laughs> talked about this. But I mean, I like I said, I'm sure people will never be comfortable with it or, you know, will have different levels of comfortability <laughs> with it. But I did read an article, and it's actually snoringdevicesaustralia.com. Um, so it's like, what lengths are you willing to go <laughs> not oh, to fart? And they had... Like tips. And I'm like, oh. do you really need tips? Just let it happen, people. Like, Agreed. Yeah, like, um, I'm not going to try to they, push one out, but. 
they mentioned the, I don't know, a, a lot of it seemed kind of silly to me, I guess, but it makes sense. But like, a lot of people won't fart during the day because they might be at work <laughs> or around other people. And it's either embarrassing or considered like socially unacceptable. However, the I'm article sure. states that if you do this, you're clearly going to have sleep time gas. Oh, so I it says let it rip during the day. So you don't it have to literally say, say it for nighttime. It wow. literally does because it says most humans need to fart anywhere from, do you have a guess how many times per day? I know oh, this wow. blew my mind. Um, I was like, okay. it's not high or low. I just had no idea. I'll say once now, I'll go with 12. You're in the range. Good. 10 to 25 times per day. Okay. Good job, Mindy. Thanks. Um, it's literally something I've never thought of or could right. give you no, a number like, you? I don't okay. know. I yeah. probably farted at work. I don't know. Could have. Maybe. Um, but they also suggest taking an anti-gas pill before bed. Mm -hmm. And of course, watching what you eat and drink before bed can make a difference. But I'm like, those are general. Those are just sure. general tips. I don't think it necessarily has to do anything with gas. Like you're not supposed to eat or drink, you know. Don't eat a plate of beans and a hot burrito before you get in bed unless, after your first date. I mean, that's, don't, that's a don't do that. recipe for disaster, unless you got like Beano or something. Like you got, that. you got to know your limitations, <laughs> right? You know your own body's limitations. I don't think Mexican food on a first date, or I guess especially a third date. Oh, a third date, yeah, sure. People <laughs> might say is probably the worst idea. <laughs> yeah, but if you've been married, you know, six, 10, 25 years, have your plate of beans. That's fine. Just just do you and enjoy. <laughs> You're, uh, you obviously love each other for who you are. Although Let if Mark rip. was laying in bed with a plate of beans right before, I'd be like, mm, Mark, no. you can be tooting tonight. <laughs> like, put those hey, beans away. Hey, babe, you're tootie. <laughs> Hey, baby, you've been tooting. Just got to stop eating those beans in bed. <laughs> oh, man. Don't eat beans in bed. That's just Don't, messy. That, that should be their number one tip on this website. One, be. don't eat beans in bed. <laughs> but, like, just going back to my, like, 12-year-old mentality, my favorite tip from the article is simply kind of along what you were saying. Literally, they said – Pass as much gas as possible during the day. <laughs> it made me laugh because I'm just picturing a bunch of people in an office <laughs> walking around, just farting all day, taking this advice. Because they I mean, can't do a, it at home. There's a thousand oh. different suggestions out there for sleep fart prevention. But <laughs> I just wanted to mention a few. <laughs> Thanks for doing the research. Thanks, Brooke. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with how long you've been in a relationship, how new it is, how comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah, like, are there's you trying to be variables. mean by farting or it's just a sneaky pass? Like, there's a difference. Gas sex before bed tonight, folks. Yeah, please. And I, I, I guess my main point asking, you know, hey, bestie out there, what, how far would you go to avoid farting in your sleep? Is it a big issue or not at all? Yeah, let us know. Yes, uh, we're, post it in our Facebook group. Do you know we have a Facebook fan group? Uh, you can find us on Facebook. There's a link in the show notes. There's links everywhere. Go to our website. Um, or you can just search for Revelation Besties and you can find our Facebook group. So let's get the conversation going. Okay, on to some pod news. Uh, just want to give a couple shout outs to some, some markets that I've been tuning in for our show Big turnout in Philly this week. What's up? Awesome. Philadelphia. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. 
I went there last weekend and was just like chit chatting. Just up. yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. it. You know, give no. high fives and hugs. <laughs> yeah, I give free hugs <laughs> and shimmies. Watch my relations. <laughs> Thanks, Philly. Omaha always showing up strong. Yeah, they're always great, aren't they? Waco, Temple, and Brian down there in Texas. Thank you so much for tuning in, as well as Houston and Fort Wayne. Our Texas wow, people, thank you. Texas love. As well as Dallas and Fort Worth. I don't know what's going on in Texas, but we appreciate your love and support. I went there the day before Philadelphia. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So it was a and, busy uh, weekend for yeah, me. Texas a lot is of a travel. We got all those airline miles ranked up. Yep. Um, as well as Atlanta. Atlanta always shows up too. They don't show they? up. They're, They're the yeah. best. They're the best. Thanks, ATL. ATL. I'm I'm cool like that. <laughs> Internationally, of course, showing up in Australia, the UK, Scotland, Canada, Poland. And speaking of Poland. Oh, is it Mary? Mary just joined our sleepover squad, so we want to say <laughs> Mary. Thank you, Mary, you. for joining our sleepover squad. I'm Welcome. this see, I don't know this ahead of time. Mindy's just telling me I'm so excited. Mary's submitted great dreams to us. So And her sister, because her sister did tweet us and said, Can you stop saying Mary's name on your damn podcast? Because every time you say her name, she screams. So Mary, Mary, Mary. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mary, Mary, thank you, Mary. Oh, Mary, we love you. Always have. Mary, <laughs> I think that was at least <laughs> ten screams. And tell your sister to join up for the Sleepover Squad yes. as well. We'll also welcome her. Let us know her name so we can give her a shout out. Also. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe we'll make her scream. <laughs> oh, that poor household. It's right? going to be every Thursday, just like a nonstop scream. <laughs> oh, we love it. Thank you so much for your support. Oh, we thank you, Mary. That mean is it from so the bottom sweet. of our hearts. Seriously, she's been one of our biggest fans from the start. Submitted a lot of great dreams, and thank you so much, Mary. Also, a shout-out to Michelle and Kelly, two more of our bestie Sleepover Squad members. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Yes, ladies. Love it. Ladies Club. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was a fun pod news segment. Yes. Very exciting news. Wow. How was your week? Um, we didn't record yesterday because you had no voice. For the- well, actually, we were going to record two, on Sunday. Two days. Two days. It, we've had a postponed for a couple days because uh, you Sorry. said you had no voice. What the hell happened? Um, I had laryngitis, but it wasn't from like being sick. The only thing I can think of, and it just has to be age related because I think I told you I went to like a charity thing on mm-hmm. Saturday night and it was like Dubuque Dances with the Stars. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But sure. I had two friends that were dancing and these Fun. aren't professional or anything they each pick their own charity that the donations go towards and awesome it's all about like the dubuque chamber of commerce and getting non nonprofits recognized it was just great sounds like a fun time it was fun but i was like doing a lot of woo and like ah <laughs> but not like to not to i mean i get it like that is understandable yeah. but that's all brooke not- does is woos and yes woos and did yes. you notice that that's that's how i speak <laughs> Maybe were you talking to a lot of people that like maybe just and you worked that day, so just over I just, I exercise just don't your know, vocal cords? Because like I've been to concerts where it's like you scream at the top of your lungs because yeah. when there's so many people and you can't hear and you're just so into it and have had no problems like losing my voice. Hmm. Maybe a little scratchy the next day. But sure. like this is like two full days. And that I'm is like, crazy. 
I, I told Mindy, I'm like, a lot of people are probably happy about this. <laughs> I was I not. Had... I'm like, we got to get our show recorded. And I'm like, we got it done. That yeah, was about so it. Good. you didn't you didn't want to hear her yesterday or the day you, before. You, you would have today. No one would have listened to this episode. They would have gotten like one second and be like, "I can't deal with this." I, when I text you, I said, "Okay, have a good night, Squeakers." <laughs> yes, Squeakers. I'm like, oh my god, that has to be my new name, Squeakers. Squeakers. That's what you sound like. <laughs> Love it, Squeakers. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to our uh, friends who are in the LGBTQ plus community. Happy Pride Month. Pride Month. We appreciate you guys tuning into our podcast. We, You know we're your allies. We just want to say, you know, we're proud of you. And what a great month to celebrate. I know. Love it. I, I love, love Pride Month. Pride Month. There's so much to do and so, much, so many ways to support. Absolutely. So get out there and do it. You don't even really have to look very hard. Nope. We Just, have a, our flag hanging on our house. Uh, we have a transgender child and, you know, we we support the community. So absolutely awesome. Glad we glad we have this month to give recognition to the people who deserve it. Yes. So as we enjoy Pride Month, we're also getting to wedding season. Oh, that's your busy <sighs> season. Yeah, we're in busy season. So my husband and I, Bestie, if you don't know out there, we're wedding photographers, if you don't know by now. And we're wedding photographers in the Midwest of the state. So which means we have a wedding season that runs from May to October. That's it's the normal tight. wedding season. It's, it's tight. tight. Yeah. And um, no one usually likes getting married in July because it's hot in August. So it's even worse. <laughs> but by some strange reason this year, we have so many weddings in July. Oh, no. So that means you have to suffer, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to sweat my ass off at these weddings. So starting Saturday, we have eight weekends in a row we're shooting weddings. No! Wait, no, I'm sorry. We're shooting seven. We are attending a wedding as a guest for those weeks. As as guests. But we're going to be working our ass off this month and sweating our ass off. Oh, my. Well, not this month. Wait, are some of them like two a weekend or is it like- Uh, No. So you have two months. You have like two months. So, yeah, we start Saturday, then we have one next Saturday, and then we're attending a wedding. We actually get to be guests, which will be fun. It's my... um, Like, when's the last time you got to do that? <laughs> um, One of our nieces' weddings. Um, So it's, it's been... A, yeah, a, little, a, while, a while. Been a minute. Um, So we get to attend a wedding, which is my, my sister's husband's brother. So my brother-in-law's brother we're close okay. with. So we're attending their wedding... <laughs> And I'm excited, but you know the whole time Mark and I are just going to be criticizing the photographer. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you because... You can't separate like, it. Back can't in separate the day it. when I was doing my film stuff and just editing too, like that's what I would give people for their wedding gifts. It's yeah. like, I'll film your wedding and then edit it and give it to you as your gift mm-hmm. because I never made a lot of money, but it was like that is something people genuinely appreciate if they yeah. don't hire a videographer or something. Sure. So. And most people... A lot of people don't. I mean, they're to hire a photographer yeah. ahead of a videographer. But have you ever have you ever given away your services? Hell no. <laughs> this is my full time job. No, this is my full time job. If I do not make money, I do not make money. <laughs> so, but here comes a, here comes an interesting story, and maybe you can okay tell me what you think of this. Okay. <laughs> Mark and I have friends, friends like we used to work with them a while ago. 
we invited them. They were came to our own wedding. They came to okay. our wedding. And so she reaches out to me and says, hey, um, just wanted to see if you're available for, you know, taking a few pictures at our wedding, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and how it was worded, it, you know, we don't need a whole, photo- we don't want to pay for a photographer. We just want to know if you'll come and take a few pictures. And I didn't this respond. Is awkward. This is it's, very right, awkward. It's about awkward. Yes. And I, I sat on it two days. So I'm like, I don't want to I know. Be a I'm uncomfortable already. I'm dying to know what happened. <laughs> And then she realized maybe she came off the wrong way. So she resp- she sends another message like, sorry, I didn't mean to like come off that way. You know, we're hoping, you know, you guys will come to a wedding. And, you know, if you want to bring your camera, great. You know, if not, then just you can have fun and blah, blah. And I said, you know, we can't guarantee that because if we book that date, we're, we have to take paid jobs. And like, you of know, we're, we, we're not, we don't do this for, our, we don't even do, we don't do free photography for our family. We give them, <laughs> right. we'll, get, we'll give them a discount, but this is my livelihood. We have to make money doing it. Right. Guess who we who didn't get invited to their wedding now? You didn't get invited? Nope. Wow. So does that tell you that she was just looking for free services or that we're just going to be guests and we can bring our, our cameras? I have a perfect plan. Do you know <laughs> show when <up>. this wedding <laughs> is? Yeah. Yes. Totally fucking just show up. Be like, I sorry, would. you said I could like come and just bring come. my camera or not. And I just decided not. And just no, no kill her with kindness. Nothing. Wow. I know, that is snaky. Super bitchy. Right. But we're That's already shooting terrible. a wedding that day, so whatever. I can't I can't crash it. Well, I but, can. Just tell me where it is. I'm like, just on behalf of Mindy. <laughs> I've got my iPhone. Does that work? I will not be taking pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like feet and cropped off heads. Uh, <laughs> Here are your wedding photos. <laughs> hope you like them. So yeah, it's just yeah, awkward That's situation. Yeah, I agree. That's so right? rude. rude. Because like you said, clearly you knew then what the motive was. It wasn't yeah. an invite. So to don't your, come back in your second message and be like Oh, I came off wrong. No, that's exactly how you meant to come no, off the first no, time. That, you made it pretty yeah. clear that you got it right the first time. Anyhow. Anyhow. <laughs> I agree with you. No, so we're in this eight week of weddings hell. Not hell. Yep. I love my job. I really do. But it's um It's a lot. It's a lot. It's gonna be And they're long days. They're long days. Ten hours at twelve least. hours. I mean, you're not talking about travel time. So like our wedding this coming weekend is 11 and a half hours plus a drive to and from the city. So we're talking like probably 14 total. Yay. That's but it's hard a gorgeous work, venue. I'm Don't so excited. Miss yourself. You <laughs> do amazing stuff. Thank you. Artistically and just You're physically. So and I don't know. It's amazing. I'm always proud of you. So if you see our like social slacking a little bit, it's because I'm <laughs> actually working this time of year. It's funny because when we started the podcast, it was no- it's like my slow season. We started this in November. I was like, like I have all the time in the world to like figure She's out like, how to do a podcast. Do it all. And now I'm like, oh fuck, how am I gonna? I'm gonna now I'm gonna like have to figure it out. Now Brooke's gonna have help, to take the but wheel. It's like I just started a new job and I don't know <laughs> a single thing about it. Not a single you term, not a single policy, not a thing. And I'm like. Okay, well, that's going to take up my brain for a little while. But you know what? We will still take care of you, bestie. We will still take care of you. Always and forever. (laughs) Always and forever. BFF. And if you are one of our best friends out there, we would like for you to tell one of your besties about the show. That's how we continue to grow this podcast. And that's how we can end up, you know, ranking on the charts. Just tell someone. Tell a couple people. Tell your best friend. (laughs) 
tell rando Jeff Goldblum who saved you from a fire slash water waves. You, you really should. Tell someone on the International Space Station who's up there uh, getting it on. <laughs> what else are they going to do but listen to podcasts? No shit. And that's all they got all the time in the world. All the time in the world. If they there's anything listening. or anywhere in the galaxy you should listen to this podcast, it is the International Space Station. So please, if you're listening, it, if you know anyone up there, tell them about the show. Or <laughs> tell the love of your life. Oh, my oh, God. Please. My- let them know about our show. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Also, we just want to give a special shout out to our dream submitters for this evening, Melissa and Mike. Very, very different dreams, but Ooh. both very emotionally like drawn in. Like, oh, totally. Both great. Totally. Oh, thank you so you much, nailed Melissa it. and Mike. Well, Bestie, we can't wait to get back with you next week when we share some catnaps and one of my dreams. But until then, sweet Sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches.